Welcome to The Forbes Factor, featuring celebrity TV host, million-dollar entrepreneur, and renowned health and fitness superstar, Forbes Riley, a familiar face from TV, as well as one of today's most sought-after female motivational speakers today. You'll connect with some of the top experts in health and fitness, business, and personal development, as well as some surprise celebrities, all sharing their insight, tips, and tricks to finding true happiness. Now, here's your host, Forbes Riley. Hey, everybody. It is Forbes Riley. As you can see, I'm typing in something. Uh, I think some of you have been missing me. I have become a world traveler. I spent two months in Costa Rica, and I just got back from two weeks in Dubai, living like an absolute princess. And I will share with you during the course of the show what I've been up to, what's on my mind. Uh, I may have a couple of guests popping in today, but I thought I would just take a moment to talk into your ears, to speak about possibilities, to do what I do best. And that's convey motivation, inspiration, and hope. Uh, It's been a very interesting life. And as I've been reflecting on it recently, I feel grateful to have lived during a time when I did. I'm a little confused for my children who just turned 18, you know, as they spent their senior year at home with no proms and no dances and no school, everything online and changing so quickly and people wearing masks and just being confused by all of this. I have a level of gratitude that a time when I grew up, it was the Brady Bunch, the Partridge family and silly, you know, prom dresses and my date wore a blue ruffle shirt, baby blue tuxedo. Uh, That was a very innocent time. And I remember thinking during the 80s how lucky I thought I was because there was no war in the 80s, not anyone that actually touched our soil, but that my parents and grandparents had lived through two world wars to have the entire world at war. Uh, That must have been inconceivable. You know, and then to go through Vietnam and, and, and I look at the different eras that have passed and come before us that we have been privy to. Some of us have only seen it in the movies. Some of them look pretty horrible. And so for while I grew up, there was a level of innocence that I was absolutely enjoying and maybe get to pay forward to anyone who listened. And I look at what my children know, whether it's sex, drugs, rock and roll, they're pretty darn advanced. There's a lot of things that they'd learned in school. I wish they hadn't. Uh, but you cannot control your kids. You are not your kids. That was a funny thing when my kids were little. Um, I speak on stage a lot and I would always ask them to jump up and do things. And some point, like my son's like, mom, really? I was like, it's, yeah, I, I'm not using you, but you're so much fun to listen to. And now they turned 18. And now a chapter of my personal life is closing. And I'm going to start to cry. I almost can't conceive of that moment 18 or 19 years ago saying, I just want to be a mom. I want to have a baby. I did. I had two babies on the same day. It was pretty crazy. And for the last 18 years, I, you know, all the phases that you go through from the day that you bring them home, literally, I remember it was right around Christmas and uh, they don't help you strap your kids' car seats in. That's legally not allowed because they don't want to be irresponsible. So unbelievably weird. You uh, buckle them up as best you could. And I remember the nurse looking, she's like, well, I don't think that's right. I'm like, what do you mean? That's not right. I don't know what she's like. I can't help you. And she left. <laughs> but don't hit anything on the way home, please. Don't hit anything on the way home. And we got home. And I remember that 
their dad played the theme from Forrest Gump, which today all I have to listen to is that song and it makes me cry. Brings me right back to December 6th, two days after they were born, 2002. And as we opened the door, put the two kids right on the, you had to put them down to open the door, thinking that our lives would never be the same. And these two creatures just popped in. And I remember waking up in the middle of the night, like putting my finger under their nose, still breathing, still breathing, okay. (laughs) And all the craziness that you go through, whether you breastfeed or you don't breastfeed. And people, I think this for weeks, I was so tired. I don't know if I remember any of it. I've got good pictures. And there was a moment, I've learned a lot of life lessons, and I, I guess I'll share a couple of them with you today. And one of them was my, Tom, their dad, my ex-husband turned to me about like two weeks old. And he said, he said, can I be really honest with you? And I'm like, okay, I'm so tired. And he said, I don't think I love them. And part of me was like, what? And then part of me was like, oh, I'm so glad you said that. I don't know if I love them either. Oh my God, thank you. Because until that moment, they were these little blobs. You know, you're supposed to love them, but they poop a lot and they poop green and they throw up and they do all kinds of things. And they always want to be fed. And there's always, and it's like, oh my gosh, and I'm tired. And then maybe like about week four, they started to smile and like open their eyes for real. And this wave of, oh my God, you're part of me and I'm going to love you forever. Just filled my entire heart and soul. And that's what I've been focused on aside from building a career and being present as a family friend and all those other things, but love being mom. Loved it so much. I would take my kids everywhere. And this is an interesting question that I want to, uh, I'm being asked to be in a lot of parent podcasts lately. Do you take your kids with you? Do you pull them out of school? Their grandfather always said, don't let school get in the way of a good education. But that was interesting, which is completely the opposite of what they want you to do in school because they get paid on every day that a kid shows up to school. Private schools, not so much. And one year, I had gotten a free airline pass. Southwest is brilliant at that. They give free companion pass. And I pulled my daughter out of school 50 days that year. And I think it's why she, who, it's why who she is as an entrepreneur now. She did a tour with me. She went to all my speaking engagements. She got to hang out and interview Les Brown and Russell Brunson and a lot of big speakers. And it shifted her mindset. You know, it set her on a path of entrepreneurialism where school really drives you to be a worker for someone else. You're definitely an outcast if you're an entrepreneur. And I know now there's, there's classes in college about entrepreneurism, uh, which I would love to teach a little bit of. I have my own personal niche when it comes to communication, pitching, crafting, and formulating your ideas, your dreams. And then I have a new program out, which if you're in the sound of my voice, you want to consider this one. It's called GSD, GSD with Forbes, WWWGSD with Forbes. And it stands for Get Shit Done. Right. Uh, (laughs) And I'm I'm going to give a big speech on this in a couple of days. And it really comes down to the notion of what is this entrepreneur thing? It's, there's not even really a good definition of what an entrepreneur is. An entrepreneur is a risk taker. An entrepreneur is someone who's willing to jump off a cliff and be willing to build the parachute on the way down. Well, gee, that's pretty freaky stupid. I don't think I would recommend doing that. Or building a plane as you're taking it off. Any one of these is like, oh God, I don't want to be that. That seems horrible. But yet that's what everyone seems to want to be today. And the problem with that word is there's not a lot of education around it. What, it, what kind of entrepreneur? What, are entrepreneur? what are you doing? Do you have a money plan? Do you have a business plan? Most of you don't. 
You don't. I'm just going to, I'm going to go to sell things. No, you're not. You have no idea how to sell anything. If you've never, if you're not a born salesman, it is a craft and a skill that you must learn. Because if you're not a born salesman and you sign up for a, a network marketing company, I've met you like my brother-in-law. Hey, Forbes, I got a great opportunity for you. you should, I, can I take you to lunch? Should I tell you about it? You should earn $10,000 a month. I'm like, Jimmy, do you earn $10,000 a month? Well, no, but uh, you know, it's like back up. I love you and all, but you're not a salesman. And if you're not a salesperson and you've got a great idea or something you're passionate about, you're probably going to end up being the most annoying person your family and friends have ever met. Oh, but come on, let me just tell you about this idea. No, no, and no. And since the pandemic hit in March of last year, I have been teaching online every Sunday how to do this pitching thing, how to effectively enroll, cajole, invite, excite your family and your friends so they want what you have and you get to stop telling them what they need. And now it's kind of funny, as I just popped in there, there's one of my older friends I've not talked to in a very long time who I made fortunes with understanding how to do infomercials, pretty much getting you to buy stuff in the middle of the night that I know you didn't need. Nobody needs a Chia Pet, trust me on this one. Uh, but you bought hundreds of millions of dollars of them. And why is that? So I invited Craig on today. He's down where I just came back from in Costa Rica, living the life. He's one of the most brilliant marketers I've ever met. And Craig, welcome to Forbes Factor. How are you? I'm great. How about you? Really good. Really good. It's been a long time. We've been playing back and forth. We've been clubhousing it and saying hi, but I've not actually seen you face to face since the last ERA, which might have been a decade ago. I know. I'm actually looking forward to the next one. They're doing something in September, I think. Well, that would be interesting. Where are you in Costa Rica? I'm in Costa Rica. Yeah, and I'm on the Wi-Fi, so hopefully I have a good signal. You have a great signal. I just got back from Nozara, which is the new Mecca for all of us. Uh, I spent two months down in Costa Rica, and I think, um, who knows, maybe moving down there. Love it. I and so you are, yeah, you're currently making music. Is that what you're focused on? Well, yes. I'm, uh, I'm working with, there's about 30 people here, and we're writing for a bunch of sync projects. Yesterday, we wrote an ad for Doritos, wrote a commercial for Doritos or a song. Uh, so a lot of sync work, but I write, I'm writing a lot of music nowadays, but I also stumbled into, I was trying to promote Craig Handley as an influencer through social media marketing. And just purely by accident, I built a hundred person social media team, managing social media for people all over the world and oh, wow. sell products. And the, the secret to this business is that I combine social media with call center. So it's really easy. I partner with influencers who do branding. Well, influencers don't know how to take branding to the next level where it turns into a sale. So I use my call center agents to, whenever someone likes a video or comments, we create engagement and we sell products just like we did through DRTV and the infomercials through chat. And I'm literally doing like with a video that gets 15,000 impressions, something along those lines, if they get a lot of thumbs up, I mean, I'll sell hundreds of thousands of dollars in product doing social media. It's crazy. And that's why we love Craig. Well, good, because we, you and I need yeah. to circle back and talk. I am doing I very this, well. Hmm? I built this during the pandemic and went from zero to 100 people, you know. <laughs> and we're doing all the editing and all the stuff and all the posting and all the – but the big secret is I call it digital door-to-door. -door. That's the big secret, and that's what's grown it so fast. So 
I love that. Accident. I really just wanted to write some music because my my call center is running by itself. It's doing, you know, 150 million in sales and three and a half million in profit. And it's just kind of going and I don't do anything anymore. So I was like, I'm just going to write music. But I stumbled into helping others through marketing and social media marketing. And it turned into a bigger deal than I thought it was going to be. So I got lots of fun things going on. I feel the same way. Uh, I think you met my daughter when she was little. She just turned 18. And during the pandemic, she turned to me when home shopping, which had been a good stable business for a long time. And infomercials, I think I just still, I just shot a one. I've done, I did my 194th infomercial as a host. Kind of cool. And she said to me one day, I know, right? It's kind of a record you can't break because they're not there anymore. I'm so excited. I get the Guinness Book of World Records for most prolific female talk show host. That and $1.95 will not even get me a Starbucks. So, but my daughter watched us all these years and she came to me last year, 17, a little tired of high school and said, mom, so what are you working on? I said, I'm doing this book and that book. She said, call me when you're not doing anything. I said, I'm never not doing anything. She said, that's your problem. 17. I said, you know, let's focus on one thing. I said, what are you talking about? She said, well, what if you love to pitch? You love to talk. You're not doing classes at your studio anymore. What if we took it online and I built your back end that no one else had been able to do? I'd hired a lot of people, lost so much money and got very frustrated with the internet. And we sat down and just like you said, not by accident, by, but fortune and fate and decades of work, we crafted a coaching program based on what I love to teach and would love to talk about. And we went live with a $19 training on a Wednesday night. On Thursday morning, I woke up and I had $25,000 in my account. Four weeks later, I had $100,000 in my account. Nine months later, I got a million dollars in the same account that my daughter is the official CEO of at 18. That's great. Yeah, some of these kids are pretty impressive, you know, with their branding and the TikToks and the, but yeah, yeah. I've, uh, well, but I'm saying that, you know, it's nice to have that conversation with you as well. And last time you and I talked on Clubhouse, which is also a bit of a game changer for me. Uh, when it, about book launches. Yeah, that's what I want to talk about. So when, I don't know if you know, but my fiance was in a horrible motorcycle accident at the beginning of last year. So this super fit, amazing world champion guy was in a coma, six months in a wheelchair, lost all of his muscles. And an action is a fun thing I'll talk to you about. But he woke up in June at 43 and said, I'm going to be Mr. Olympia. I've never gotten that title. He looked horrible and lost everything. And I'm like, okay. Well, nine months later, Joshua looks like Captain America dreams he could look, did his own program, has created something that no one else has done. And I know how disruptive you are. And one of the things that we want to get out to the world for him is that he doesn't work out like anyone else. He does no cardio, no push-ups, no pull-ups, no lat pull-downs, all the things that aren't as effective because he's a 3D graphic artist and a biomechanic who said, you know what? People are doing it wrong. They're not working muscles in the direction they're made to work in. They're straining hips and shoulders and knees, created an entire amazing program, but he has zero marketing skills. Hint, hint. Yeah, we would, we would look at his social media and everything, come up with a, a plan, but part of it is building a tribe. And the tribe would include guys like Dave Asprey, for example, who I'm good friends with and other people in the fitness. We just did a book launch with a couple. It was a relationship book. And we got them 300 people in their tribe who are also in the relationship space who shared content for their book launch. My team sold a couple thousand books for them, but our sole purpose was to build the tribe. And the tribe sold from what, what they've told me around 10,000 books. And, uh, and so 
we did a good job for them. And then they did a relationship course behind it. And everybody who had helped promote it promoted the relationship course. And uh, they ended up doing very well with the relationship course too. So um, I kind of look at everything from my marketing brain. 75% of what we do is similar with every client. 25% is unique. So someone like your husband, that would be the process. Now I'm working on something very cool with a company um, that f- the, the owner of the company worked for the CIA. And he was hunting terrorists and pedophiles throughout the world using big data. When he retired, some of his tech became declassified. And he um, built a 1.3 billion person database on the blockchain. Everybody in the database has agreed to be marketed to. So they get paid in Bitcoin or some sort of coin um, every year based on the number of times they were marketed to. But he has 2,200 data points. And his big, hairy, audacious goal is to make media free. So any entrepreneur could tap in and just pay a portion back into the blockchain or into the platform and uh it's such a cool and it we're testing it now and working it right now and having success with it and he's really good at finding people he delivered twenty thousand people to a landing page but i was trying to explain when you're when you're hunting terrorists if you say i have guns for sale it's not like you're trying to sell them so his landing pages he had twenty thousand people go to a landing page with like zero conversions i'm like okay so we know where you need help you need help right. in that back end piece but he's delivering people who have the problem that we're trying to solve. You just, I mean, it's a lot easier if you say you're peddling kids and you're a pedophile. I mean, people like, Oh, come talk to me. <laughs> so yeah. Um, he says he's helped many a bad man meet their maker. So. Good. I'm very proud of you for that. That's good. I will tell you. Uh, yeah. I'm that not, sounds like an extraordinary project. Yeah. So you know what's fun about Well, you know, what's fun about having this conversation now and the fact that you and I've been around quite as long as we have is that we outlived uh, the people who were in control of infomercials. You know, I'm actually relaunching uh, my baby over here. Sold 2.2 2. 2 million of these things, but never did. I did an infomercial in the UK, but never here because I just didn't want to deal with people knocking it off or whatever people didn't sure. do. And so I was under the radar and for 12 years built in a beautiful life because you can live off, you know, a good seven figures doing that quietly. And now it's come around. I said, when the kids are 18, I'm going to launch this for real. And also becoming one of the most powerful female speakers of our generation. So now I'm on stage and on tour with Deepak Chopra, Les Brown, Grant Cardone, Gary. You're already there, Forbes. You're amazing. So, I mean, you know. Well, but you know. Now we just got to fix the world. Yes. Well, that's part of it. Because I'll tell you, when I ask people who's their role model female-wise, as a motivational speaker, I hear a lot of men. And then I hear Oprah. And I love Oprah. And you know what I say to that? Oprah's not a mom. And it's an interesting delineation about someone who spends part of their brain thinking about other people all the time. And there's a lot of moms out there. And it's one reason women have a tough time because they're always split between being this nurturing creature. And I said to somebody very powerful, uh, I just talked to John Asroff yesterday. And I said, why do you think there's not more women in this world? And actually it was funny because John called me out of the blue just to say, Hey, I think you've arrived. I need to know you. And I think one of the reasons, this is why I love Clubhouse. See this little face here? An hour between the lashes, the, eye, the makeup and the hair. And you don't have to do that. I know you may have to comb your beard. But if you do this every day, that's 365 hours it takes me to do this. And then the other two hours it takes to decide going, well, do I wear that outfit? Do I not wear that outfit? <laughs> and I'm not quite sure. 
ultimately really what the, what the challenge is, but I love stepping up to this plate and going, you know what? I think we can make a massive impact on women, self-esteem, confidence. And then I do something that you don't know about. And you know what? We need our first break. And I'm going to, when we come back oh. from our break, I'm going to hopefully blow Craig's mind. Everybody, you listen to Forbes Factor. Millionaire, the millionaire within her is something my theme did a lot of social media marketing for and you're in really? that series. Ooh, all right, hang on, you guys. We're going to take a quick break here to say hi and send some love to my sponsors. You're listening to The Forbes Factor. We focus on health, wealth, and happiness. Brought to you by the one and only um, Forbes Riley. Well, and a whole team of people at Voice America. I love you guys. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. If you hate going to the gym, but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert, Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though, so this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on The Voice of America Variety Channel. Tune in to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers for entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussions with some of the top stars in their fields. From business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, and literature, Tony's guests share their success and give their wisdom. If you're looking to manifest your vision and see how others have done so, be sure to listen to the Tony D'Urso Show every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencer channel this is the voice america influencers channel be inspired you are listening to the forbes factor to call in with a question or comment please call 1-866-472-5795 that's 1-866-472-5795 or send an email to forbes at forbesriley.com now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Hey, hey, everybody. You know, I love the word synchronicity. I love the fact that Craig and I are just, I just got back from Nozara. Costa Rica is pulling me down there. I'm loving it so much. Uh, he and I spent decades together in the marketing, in the world of direct response TV and infomercials. And uh, if you're actually witnessing a reunion. We've only spoken on Clubhouse. We've not seen each other in years. You guys get to witness it live. And here's some massive marketing genius. 
He uh, helped pave the way for a lot of the things that we take for granted today. And now he is reinventing himself like so many of us. Mr. Craig Handley, welcome back to the show. Thanks, Forbes. So, my friend, we're talking about how you leveraged. Uh, I don't want to go into too much detail. I want to give away too many things here. Uh, I will share something that, would, that you don't know that I do. We're talking about human trafficking and all the other issues that are going on. For two and a half decades, I do a training, very small training. I've called it Breakthrough. And it con- combines my appreciation of magic, hypnotherapy, NLP training, being an intuitive, and just loving people. And so I've been doing these massive breakthrough trainings. Well, what became very apparent and odd to me is that I was doing business work as well, but people would come to me everywhere and Craig, they'd break down crying, like live in the middle of a business convention. Uh, people cry in front of me in front of a grocery store. My, my daughter's like, mom, what is with you? I'm like, I'm not quite sure. But the more I started doing these breakthrough trainings, I realized that I just had this little thing that allows people to feel insanely comfortable, say things they've never admitted before. But I was devastated. I don't know what your experience of this has been. I grew up in a very sheltered, wonderful family, not alcoholic, not sexually molested, had some issues a little bit during the way. But 85 to 90% of the people that talk to me, come to me for business, were raped, molested, narcissistically fucked over in a relationship. Just, I've been devastated by the number and by the depth of the tragedies that I've seen and the scars it leaves on people. I'm pretty good at healing this. In fact, I have a dream of doing a tour called The Healing because in less than 20 minutes, you see people dramatically change. Their physiology changes. They look younger. They look thinner. Something leaves their whatever it is. And so, but you are now coming into that world. Uh, Any thoughts on the subject? Yeah, it's funny. I'm actually working on a TV series called 300 Roses. And uh, OnlyFans actually is one of the people interested in helping sponsor and promote it, which is kind of ironic, but... The movie not only covers like sex trafficking, but it talks about what it's a TV series, sorry. But they're talking about how today so many young women are forced to traffic themselves because society and wealth is so unequal, you know, amongst men and women, amongst younger people, the younger generation. A girl can't go to college and work a full-time job today and still get by. And so right. you have all these young girls on seeking arrangement and sugar daddy and all these sites. And maybe that's not what they dreamed of for themselves, but they're forced to kind of go in that direction because they're just trying to get by. And it's, you know, it's, it's a problem with society that that's almost a need for a high percentage of women today. You know, to well, I, I actually, you know what, I, and I understand that. What I don't understand is the four year, is the four year old who's been raped and molested by her grandfather for five years yeah. and nobody in the house knew about it. That's horrible. Yeah. I, I've heard one too many of those stories and you're like, it's prevalent and it's babysitters. And, and I, and people ask me, well, so what do we do about this? And I, that's an interesting question just for a minute. Cause you've been a little bit involved in that world. What would you do about that? Um, I, I think a lot of things stem from creating education around, you know, these different topics and letting people know that it exists. What signs do you look for? Um, education is really the first step. I think in almost everything is, you know, if we live in a world where people don't know what they don't know, you know, we need to make sure people start to learn what they need to know in order to make the change. So, I don't know. I mean, I think, you know, marketing is a big solution in a lot of areas. You know, I think you put some marketing minds together and come up with a campaign, perhaps, that talks about this. It's and an interesting idea. And bring it to the forefront more. 
I have friends who are writing music with Chester Bennington and Chris Cornell when they committed suicide, and they were both active in the sex trafficking trade. And a friend of mine was with Chris Cornell that day at the gym, and they were talking about their future. He says, he did, he said, there's no way he killed himself. He said, he got involved in sex trafficking. So did Chester from Lincoln Park. And, and he says, that's what took them both down. So there are good, there's good energy in this world and there's bad energy. And I think if you're a good person, you need to put the work in to overcome the evil that's out there. And you have to have faith. You have to have faith in God or aliens or Buddha, or whoever you believe in, that when you do good, that there are angels that lift you up. They make sure that you have the money you need to survive. And, uh, and the world is a beautiful place if you focus on giving and doing good. And it really does offset that negative energy and that, you know, that evil that's out there. I really do think there's good and bad in this world. And if you're a chosen person, stop being quiet and start, start, start sharing your voice. And I think people know if they've been chosen. They can feel it. And they're, just, they're just afraid. More people who are chosen need to speak their truth. And that will, I think, go a long way in helping this world heal. Wow, I've never, ever heard it put that way. You just made the hair on the back of my arms just kind of go, wow. Uh, more people who are chosen need to be heard. It is that thing about playing small. I know for me personally, that has been my truth for a long time. It was much more comfortable. It's a little uncomfortable, a little weird to think that you are meant to do something and then actually go and do it. There's an army of angels on this world, and you're probably one of them. And so it's up to you, you know, to, to make that difference, and to, to use your faith and your belief in spirituality and in the universe and in the energy. Have you ever thought that you wanted to meet somebody? So I wrote down on a piece of paper that I wanted to meet all the living Beatles. I got invited to Ringo Starr's birthday by, the, by David Lynch, who I've done some work for. I met George Harrison's wife at that event. I met Ringo. I got invited to Paul McCartney's Music Cares event where I met Paul while talking to Richard Branson. And next to Richard Branson, his wife was Yoko Ono, who I didn't oh. meet. Right. I didn't mean that shoot, but I put all the living Beatles on my list and there's an energy that sees this stuff. I'm writing a song called what if God were deaf? Because I got to tell you, prayers really aren't going to help you. You have to put the activity and the energy in and believe in God and believe in, or, or again, aliens, but I don't want to get into religion, but there is a spiritual energy that exists in this world. that if you put your energy towards it, if God were deaf, you'd have to put that energy forth for him to know how to help you. You'd have to write it on a piece of paper and show it to him. And I can tell you, I put on my piece of paper, I want to meet the Dalai Lama. I met the Dalai Lama. Meet the living Beatles. I met them all. Even Paul's son, you know, and, and Yoko. I mean, anything that you want to do in this world, you can do. But you've got to create the energy around it, and the synchronicity around it. And, and believe it or not, when that energy sees you putting forth that energy, you start to find the other unicorns in the village, right? I mean, you think you're alone. But believe me, you are so not alone if you just go after your dreams with faith. You will find those people that lift you up and create, just create the world that you dreamed you could live in. And guess what? All those people have that good energy like you. And when we get together, it's like the TV shows where the bad guys are fighting the good guys, you know? <laughs> We're all together, man. We are. If you're a good person, speak. So I just wrote down on a piece of paper that I want Craig Hanley to make me a household name and uh, in a good way, uh, a couple hundred million dollars worth of product and just kind of live an amazing life, possibly down in Costa Rica. Uh, you well, know, it's funny. We, we, 
because you're who you are, that wouldn't be uh, as tall a task as, as you might think it is. So. Oh, I know that. That's what and I believe me. I now know that I now know that I have an active tribe of 4000 members in my personal group that when I say jump, they just say how high we wrote a book. We have two books out here, actually. Uh, when I we're just kind of talking about how to manifest things. And one of the many books that I'm now co-publisher on this is an 820 page book we did in a month and a half with uh, 150 authors. 50 of them are very, very well-known, famous people. And 100 of just my students who said, yeah, I'll do that. In 24 hours, I put the book together. And this book, we actually got published from inception to out the door in 18 days. That's yeah, great. I'm kind of understanding how fast and amazing you can do things if you stop playing small. Uh, start believing like Craig was talking about. And in fact, we have a word for it. We call it Forbesing it. What have you Forbesed lately? And to Forbes means to manifest something right, especially when no one else thinks it's possible. I actually walk around going, what have you Forbesed lately? It's like, whoa, yeah. Cause I, and I think I had, I, some, some, I had some great light bulbs go off last night with people, I said, here's how you know you are playing bigger. You say your idea out loud and people go, really? If, you're, if they don't say that when you say your dream, it's not big enough. Right. I've been told that my whole life. Yep. You know? They're about to, uh, they're about to review my record, so I've got to go back out and join the group, the one I wrote for the Doritos ad. Can we yesterday. hear it? Can we hear a little piece of what you're doing? Well, let me Come on, take us outside. We'll go, I'll go outside with you. Come on, we'll go for a walk. Do you love all the iguanas that are everywhere? Oh, look at this. Oh, we're getting a little behind the scenes. This is very cool. I love it. Oh, actually, we're on radio. That's probably not a good thing for people who are not on video. I should probably mute him. So if you were watching this and you were coming to my Facebook group, you will see the behind the scenes. I'm Craig, as you were doing it, I'm loving it. And I realized I'm actually on radio, even though we're on. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, no, well, they're, yeah, because they're about to play this record we, we put together for uh, Doritos ad. So I was like, I got to go out and have them listen to my critique. That is so cool. All right, you, we will circle back a little bit later today or tomorrow. Big hug. I'm so excited to see your face and I cannot wait to see my prediction come true. It's right there on the yeah. piece of paper. Well, you, you know, I love you and we'll do anything for you. So before you leave one Word of inspiration to the amazing, a lot of people listening. Hello there. Who's this? Hello, my girl. All right. So we're asking Craig for, I've got a lot of people listening live right now all around the world. You are a visionary. You are a very successful man. What motivation, what thing can you leave everyone thinking with for this week? Well, again, you know, I think the biggest motivation is believe in yourself. And if you have dreams, look, I'm available. I, I, you know, I charge a lot of money for marketing consulting, but I love to help people and I'm willing to speak to people. Find me on LinkedIn at, at Craig Handley or Instagram at Craig Handley. And uh, I'm happy to answer questions and, and show you how to turn your side or how to turn your side hustle on and then give you a path to take your side hustle into your career. I just want people to live their dream life. I don't think people should, should be doing things that they don't love. So, all right, man. You and I are reconnecting. I'm so blessed. I feel amazing. Enjoy your song. And uh, everybody waves. Like, Thank you, Greg. We love you. Wow. What a very blessed moment uh, a dear friend. And for those of you who were lucky enough to be around Craig, let me tell you something. This man has blown me away throughout the years. Wildly successful, competent, and now just living his dream. And it's kind of funny looking at him in Costa Rica. There's definitely an energy down there 
that particular place on the planet is called Blue Zone. More people live to be 100 in that area than anywhere else in the world. There's eight of them in the world, you know. Hey, Mr. Christian Hauser, I just enrolled a beautiful woman named Veronica. She's from Peru into Media Master. You're going to want to meet her. Guys, tonight is a big night in Mastermind. There'll be a lot of people there. So tonight, uh, and I do have a class called WWW Mastermind with Forbes. Uh, we've got about eight or 900 people who are registered. Use a couple hundred show up. And we bring new ideas. We celebrate. Uh, I think tonight, if depending on how it all goes in a few minutes, my OPP graduates are doing Lip Sync Mania. And uh, we'll pick a couple of winners and have those presented tonight. But the big news for us is I'm going to leave you, you know, this. Oh, actually, you know what? We've got two minutes to my next break. I'm not going to tell you tonight's mastermind is focused on something that every single one of you needs to know right now. No joke. Most of us have no idea until two weeks ago in Dubai. I did not really get it. And so here's why you want to come back right after the break. If you are someone who did not invest when this crazy guy named Jeff Bezos wanted to start an online bookstore called Amazon and thought, that's a stupid idea. If you did not invest in that, you want to be in class tonight. If you did not buy Bitcoin when it was $100, like my daughter said, Ma, can I have a hundred bucks? I was like, and I said, no, isn't that weird? I, I just, because relatively that's a lot of money for a little kid. I said, no, when it went to 60,000, my daughter's like, mom, seriously, do you know how rich I could have been? If you did not invest in Bitcoin when it was $100 or $500 or $1,000, if you didn't hear about Bitcoin until it was $20,000, you want to be in Mastermind tonight. If you are somebody who keeps telling other people their ideas and you're not making enough money that when you look at your taxes, the IRS number, you smile from ear to ear and go, I did it. If you look at that number you paid last year and go, oh, really? I'm so frustrated. You need to go to www Mastermind with Forbes. We'll come back right after this break. Don't go away. We don't follow. We lead. Join us. The Voice America Influencers Channel. If you hate going to the gym, but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert, Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Do you feel you have a bigger life's purpose than you're currently living? Of course you do. Activate your passion as you tune in to Sovereign Self with host Sophia Renea Morales. Become the conscious creator of your own life. Connect with your most powerful and purposeful self in order to make big things happen for you now. Sophia and her guests are doing this every day and are sharing how you can step into this power too. Listen to Sovereign Self every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. 
Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Hey, you're welcome back to Forbes Factor. Uh, you can find us every weekday here at Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern. And then we are we live on iTunes all around the world. Uh, if you love the show, please feel free to leave a review. That's the nicest social currency you can give for me. If you have any suggestions about what you want to see on an upcoming show, we have a beautiful schedule coming up as we go through the summer into the fall of celebrities. I'm on tour right now. If you go to www.forbesreillylive.com, um, or better yet, www.forbesreilly, mm, I take that back. I'll put the link here, realsummits.com slash Forbes. Uh, I'm on tour with Deepak Chopra, Les Brown, Damon John, um, Sharon Lecter, Dr. Martini, Eric Thomas, massive major heavy hitters, uh, Brian Tracy, Jay Abraham. We have some beautiful uh, people surrounding this little girl over here, uplifting her so I can lift, uplift others. And of course, I love Clubhouse. If you want to just find and like me, every time I'm on, it will ping you to come into a room. Last night, uh, I spent some time with John Asaroff. And we debated the neuroscience of the brain, of how it affects your behavior. I'm a fast, I, I'm a, I, I love the brain. I just love the concept. Uh, ever since I had to memorize a play of Lily Tomlin's that was 250 pages long, and I had no idea how do you put 250 pages of anything into your brain and be able to spit it out again. And I did something that many of you do. I got myself into a corner. I took the job. I was there for a week working on it. At the end of the week, I went to the director and said, please fire me. I said, what do you mean? You're really good. I said, fire me. You're not good. If you don't have a teleprompter, I have no idea. How to, I can't do this. And he said, wow, I'm really sorry to hear that. I said, I can't. But I said, I can't. He said, okay, well, would you be willing to see somebody before you leave town? I mean, I was so sad. And I went to this hypnotherapist's office. I had no idea what I was doing there. I'd never met one of them before. And he said to me, what's the problem? I said, I took a job to do a play, a one woman show. I play 15 characters. It's two and a half hours long. There's no teleprompter and I can't memorize it. He said, great, go home. I said, how does that help me? He said, well, you just said you can't, so go home. I said, wait, I'm sorry. What's the problem? He said, well, do you think you can or you can't do it? I said, I don't, I can't do it. He said, then go home. I said, you got to stop this. What am I doing here? He said, look, if you keep saying that you can't, your brain will shut down. Now, we've all heard this. We've all kind of made fun of it going, oh, I can't do that. Well, stand up and say that you can. And so this is what I did. I stood up and I said, I can do this. And he said, go home. I said, but I just said can. He said, no, you didn't. You said can, but you meant can't. I said, this is tricky. So he said, have you ever done a play before? I said, yeah. He said, do you ever remember? I said, yeah, I guess I have. I've done a lot of them. 
He said, so why you so suck on that word can't? Now, many of you go, how can one word make all the difference? I'm going to tell you one word makes all the difference. And so I saw, I thought for a second, I thought, all right, if Lily Tomlin could do this on Broadway and other people have done concerts and songs and memorize this. Okay. And I stood up with full sense of belief and I said, I can do this. And he said, great. He said, now you're somebody I can work with. Aha. So for all my students listening or all my future students listening, that's the moment that you become coachable. I have had to ask several people to leave because they come saying, oh, well, my other coach says this. I said, you got another coach? Go home. I said, I'm pretty particular on what I train. I get results. I'm fast. And I'm one of the more insightful women on the planet when it comes to getting you to where you want to be in your business. If you want to know how that works, join me on Sunday. Come to my social media. Say, how do I find out about our Pitch Secrets Masterclass? I'm here. Uh, and I'm pretty darn good at it. I mean, my results include best-selling books, talk shows, multi-million dollar entrepreneurs. I can go down the list. And so I said, I can do this. And then I said the next thing that's really important for all of us to say, if I can do this, how do I do it? What is the system or process? So, so many of you say, I can do it. And then you go run blindly. Like I can lose five pounds or 10 pounds. And then you don't really look at a, a, a really smart diet fitness program. You just think I can do it on my own. Well, odds are you can't. It's why every gold medal athlete in the Olympics from every single country has a coach. They're there to see the things that you cannot see about what you're doing. And every great, every great entrepreneur I've ever talked to has surrounded themselves with people who are smarter than them so they can accomplish what they want. And so as I stood there in this therapist's little office thinking, oh gosh, I'm going to do this. And I was excited. I said, give me the secret. I'll do it. He said, number one, you know that cursive handwriting that you had in high school that they no longer teach kids? Write every single line in cursive, write it again. And the third time, write it in the air and hook it to the next one. Guys, that took me about 72 hours consecutively of writing every single line in this play. I made myself crazy. That was just the first part. And then the second part was to tape record, to literally record my voice doing the entire play, listen to it every morning as soon as I got up with headphones and every night as soon as I was drifting off to sleep, which is about five hours a day of listening to myself do this. I had about three and a half weeks to get this all prepared. And I did. I accessed this part of your brain where short-term memory is stored, obviously lit it up, decorated it, put all the pieces in, and then had access to it the entire time I was doing the play. Now, the funny thing is I have this script in my bookcase behind me. I can't even remember that I did some of that. It's, it's kind of weird because all that memory, when I didn't need it, went away. But for the six months, eight times a week for two and a half hours each show, it never failed me. And so after that experience, I was set on the path of uncovering what had just happened. How did I access something? And how come I can't remember it now? And what is this all about? And then I got excited about the notion of where do we store memories? How come you can remember some things, but you can't remember others? A couple of really powerful conclusions to that one is that when something traumatic happens, the neurons in your head light up like a Christmas tree, open these doors, you stick in some horrible memories and you slam the door shut and they're in there for good. 
may ask you, can you remember what you had for dinner four Thursdays ago? No, but I can remember, you bet you can remember when you were a kid and somebody bullied you or you broke a bone or mom and dad yelled at you or got it. I know, right? How can I remember something 50 years ago, but I can't remember three weeks ago, Thursday night. It wasn't important. And so as I went on my journey of analyzing and understanding the human brain, I came to learn that your input is about 2 million bits of information every second. Think about it. I'm sitting here in my studio right now. I've got lights on me. I can feel the desk below me. I know my breathing. I can feel the hair in my eyes a little bit. My mouth is a little dry. All those things while I'm talking, you're all going on. You can't remember all of them. Kind of like your computer hits that moment where your storage is pretty much full. And so what it does is it deletes, distorts, and generalizes all of the things that you don't need. And you get about three to seven bits that stick around. Huh. That's a fascinating concept. And the more that I would dig, the more I came to understand this beautiful mechanism, this $50 million brain, as John likes to call it in your head, of which you're probably only using about 10% of. Now, that's weird, right? What happens to the other 90%? Portion of it is just like automatic, like your heart's breathing, your nails are growing, and you're not thinking about any of those things. I often ask moms, do you remember the day that you made your kids' fingers? Yeah, no, you don't. Isn't that funny? I had two full term seven pound babies growing inside of my body while I was off doing other things. I was exercising. I was having lunch with friends and these children were growing. Well, something was making them grow and, and it was very much alive. And then at some point they poop came out and became, I know this is a strange concept to think about, but the brain will make you go round and round in circles. The more you think about it, the reason I'm bringing it up is how are you using yours? Are you using yours to your advantage? Are you learning to articulate new words? We have a new thing. I teach class. I teach about 12 classes a week. I'm loving teaching. And by the way, if you're within the sound of my voice, I won't be teaching live forever. It will then be recorded. And if you want to come meet me live and hang out, and I interact with almost everybody who comes to my world live, uh, find me on social media. Go to ForbesRiley.com. Great way to connect with me. ForbesRiley.com. All kind of great stuff there. And... We are now asking people to stop saying words. Don't use the word trying. You know why? Because it doesn't get you anywhere. I'm trying to hit the microphone. I'm trying to, I'm not doing it. Don't, that's a terrible word. And people say it all the time. How are you doing? I'm amazing. I'm great. What does amazing and great mean? It's got no meaning. So I've asked people now to open a thesaurus and look and see other word choices. We got so verbally lazy that we're not getting what we want. You can't articulate what you want. But if you can paint a picture in somebody's head, you have influence over them. You have persuasion. You have skills that you actually need to get ahead in life, to make sales, to engage people, to build a tribe, to do all the things that you think you want to do. I love that I have not talked to John in, I mean, uh, not talked to Craig Hanley in years. And he is literally talking the same language I am. Write it down, make a vision board, dream it, believe it, achieve it. So maybe some of us are beginning to vibrate at a higher level. Dubai and Costa Rica were on my vision board. I have to go figure out where I'm going next because I just went to the two places, all expense paid, five star, six star, because it was on a vision board. Now, here's the funny thing. If you're listening to me, do you have a vision board? Have you told people your wildest dream and had them laugh at you? And then you went and did it anyway? So I guess the question, are you part of my team or you're not? What have you, Forbes, lately? I am recruiting a team 
of educated, successful, financially, emotionally, spiritually individuals who have a mission and a motivation in life to support and elevate others. Christian just wrote that we're going to go to Peru. I think that's a great idea. I want to go do ayahuasca in the, in the Incas and in the wherever I, we need to go see Peru. Right. It's on the list. Well, I'm creating mine for more items to go. Love that. So I've got people around the world elevating, loving on each other at team Forbes Riley, hashtag team Forbes Riley. If you are listening to this show live, come join me tonight at mastermind to learn about crypto. Got to tell you, the world is changing fast. And I think this is a great analogy. Remember when Noah built that ark? Yeah, I think every single person except for his family, and they probably did too, laughed at him. So he ended up taking animals who couldn't laugh at him, right? Nobody got on the boat. So if nobody's on your boat, it doesn't mean you're on a bad boat. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. Or in the world. It's your vision. And it's lonely in the front. That's what they say about the lead pack dog in a snow sled ride, right? The view in front is great. The view in the next one, you get to look up somebody's butt. But when it's up front, you're a little lonely. Not a lot of people to, up there are willing to take risks financially, emotionally, spiritually. You want to lock arms with those people. And I will tell you, a lot of them are in our world. A lot of them are at Forbes Riley's inner circle on Facebook. And Maria's writing that it can be isolating. Don't let it be. Zoom lets us visit you, whether you're Sandra in the middle of the Amazon. I've got a girlfriend down there. Whether you're in Reykjavik, Iceland, and the Northern Lights. We have teammates. We have supporters all around the world. We are delving into, as a team, crypto. You want to know more about that? Go to ForbesRally.com. We have business opportunities where you don't need to even start your own business. You just need to be willing to learn, connect, handle objections, and play a little bigger. Here's the thing you need to understand, though. There's not much comfort in playing bigger. Maybe you got a good bank account to lean back on and some friends. But if your stomach's a little queasy, if people are going, oh, who do you think you are? Then you're living life. And if you want the really high highs, you do have to expect some low lows. But if you've got a team, and I really do, and I'm looking at Olga and Daniela and Laura, and I just met Terrence, and guys, we're going to support you if you're willing to support yourself. Yeah, I don't need anything from you except to show up, grow up, learn, earn, and be happy. I really like happy people. And on that note, I'm going to give you guys a big farewell for this week. It's nice to be back. Thank you for hanging in there with me. And I'll see all of you right back here next week on The Forbes Factor. Bye, everybody. Thank you for making The Forbes Factor an important part of your week. Be sure to join Forbes Riley again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We'll see you again soon. 